Now, the end of one's Naziris period, in order to end the Naziris and to be permitted once again to drink wine, cut his hair, and become Tommy to dead bodies, he needs to bring three carbonis a carbon chatos, a carbon oila, and a carbon shalomim. What happens if a woman made a nether to become a nazir and she completed her Naziris period with Frishas Behemta? And she separated her animals, which she needs to bring as carbonis. But before offering those animals as carbonis, and after that, her husband annulled her neder, which means that she is no longer considered to be a nazira. Nazira is a woman who is a nazir. Once her neder has been annulled, she's no longer considered to be a nazir, and therefore she's no longer able to bring the carbonis. Only a nazir to end the naziras can bring the carb- the carbonis. The problem is she's already separated three animals, one for her chatos, one for her oila, and one for her shalomim. So they've already got the holiness of those carbonis in the animals. So what should be done with the animals? So firstly, im if her animals which she separated belong to her husband, just like virtually all of a woman's property belongs to her husband, so she has the rights to use his money, his animals, as carbonis, as long as the carbonis are an obligation. But if the carbonis aren't an obligation, then she hasn't got any rights to his animals. So since right now the, the carbonis are not an obligation anymore, it emerges that she never had the right to take anything from her husband. So even when she designated it as a carbon chatos, for example, that designation was invalid because she didn't have any rights over that animal. So in that case, take either those animals can go out and pasture with the rest of the flock. They can be put back with the rest of the animals and they have no sanctity attached to them whatsoever. On the other hand, if her animals did belong to her, there are certain ways in which an, a woman who is married can own something herself. If, for example, somebody gives her a gift on condition that her husband doesn't get any rights to it. So this is her animal, which means that the designation was valid. Her chatos, when it comes to the common chatos, that can never be offered voluntarily. And therefore, Thomas, you have to let it die and can't benefit from it because it has the holiness attached to it and you have no way of offering it up. The oila, but when it comes to the carbon oila, although the carbon oila of a nazir is obligatory, a carbon oila can also be bought as a voluntary carbon. And therefore, tikkav oila should be bought as a carbon oila, which is voluntar- voluntary. And as well as that, vashlom shlomim. The carbon shlomim can also be bought as a carbon shlomim, because that too can be bought voluntarily. Now, the common shlomim of a nazir must be eaten by the end of the night following it being offered up. So if let's say you offer it up in the afternoon, you have it until the beginning of the following day, so until the end of that night, you can eat the common shlomim. On the other hand, when it comes to most carbonized shlomim, like a common shlomim which is bought voluntarily, you have until the end of the next day, so the beginning of the next night, so even though this carbon shlomim is being bought as a voluntary carbon, so you should really have until the end of the next day, since it's in replacement of a carbon which would have had to be eaten by the end of the first night, the beginning of the next day, so to him, we are strict, they must be eaten within one day, and that means before the beginning of the next day, just like the carbon shlomim of a nazir. And then this carbon shlomim does not require loaves of bread to be brought with it, 
even though the shlomim of a nazir does require that, this is not the common shlomim of a nazir. It's merely in replacement of a nazir's carbon shlomim. So until now in the Mishnah we've discussed the case where the animals themselves were separated. What happens if she only separated the money to obtain the carbonis? If she had money which she had set aside for the sake of her carbonis, for the naziris, but she didn't yet spe- specify which money she'll use for the khatas, how much she'll use for the shlomim, or for the ayla. She just said, this money I'm going to use for my three carbonis. Since it's not yet specified, all of the money should be given to the Beis HaMikdash, and those working in the Beis HaMikdash will use that money to offer up voluntary carbonis ayla. Even though technically within that money was designated a carbon khatas, since it wasn't specified yet, and it wasn't yet designated as a carbon khatas, it was designated as the carbonus of a nazir. So all of that money can still be used to, to go towards carbonus. What happens if Moshe Meferoshim, she set aside money and she specified this money is for the carbon khatas, this money is for the carbon ayla, this money is for the carbon shlomim. Once she has done that, that money now has the status of the carbon, meaning the money to khatas, the money which was set aside to be used for the carbon khatas, that has to go towards the carbon khatas. And since the, there's no longer an obligation, she cannot offer it up, and they will have to throw the money into the Dead Sea or dispose of it in any other form. Now, with Arisa, it's forbidden to benefit from something which is designated as a carbon. However, once something is no longer fit to be bought as a carbon, like our case, there is no prohibition to benefit from it. Nevertheless, it is still forbidden to benefit from that money. However, one would not be liable to bring a carbon me'ila, which is the carbon which one must bring if he benefits from something of the Beis HaMikdash illegally. Here it's only forbidden with Jabonon, so therefore he wouldn't be liable to a carbon. The money which was set aside for a carbon oila, your view oila, it should be used to bring a carbon oila, me'ila does apply to the money, because the money is still fit to used to bring a carbon and to be shalomim of you shalomim the money set aside for the carbon shalomim should be used to go towards a voluntary carbon shalomim and again it needs to be eaten within one day meaning before the beginning of the next day which is the same as the end of that night so in that sense it retains the same law as for the carbon shalomim of the nozir but it does not require the loaves of bread which are generally brought with the carbon shalomim of a nozir Mishnahay, one is only able to annul his wife's neder as long as she is still bound by the neder. And at least according to the main opinion, even before the entire processing of the carbonase has been completed, as soon as the blood of one of the carbonase has been thrown onto the Mizbeach, already from then the Nazir is able to drink wine and become tommy to dead bodies and to shave their hair. And that means even if something goes wrong after that, and for whatever reason, the process does not get completed, nevertheless, his Naziris has ended. And so the Mishnah says, If one of the bloods of the Karbonais has been thrown onto the Mizbeach for this woman, who was a Nazir, her husband is no longer able to annul her neder, because she's no longer a Nazir at all. Now what difference does that make? So first, that would mean that she would need to shave her hair off, after the carbonus are brought, the Nazir shaves all of their hair off. So if the annulling of the husband would be valid, then she wouldn't need to do that. But since he's no longer able to annul the Nazir, she would need to complete that process and shave all of her hair off. Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva says, Even if just one of the carbonus has been slaughtered 
for her, but she's still a nozir. None of the blood has been thrown onto his beach yet. But already from that stage, in Yochel Hofer, he's no longer able to annul her neder. And we're discussing specifically a case where the Korban Chatos was slaughtered, and if she would no longer be a nozir, then the Korban Chatos would not be able to be offered up. But it's already been slaughtered. So the process of the Korban Chatos has begun, and therefore to stop that in the middle is certainly not ideal, and it should be avo- avoided. And therefore, according to Rakiva, one is not able to annul his wife's neder already from that stage. And the Mishnah says that everything we've discussed so far, according to the Tanakama and Rabbi Akiva, when these words said, when it comes to the shaving and the process of bringing the carbonis for a nozir who is pure, meaning at the end of his nazirus, but when it comes to the carbonis and the shaving which is which takes place when a nozer becomes tome and then has to restart his naziris from the beginning. So even if the blood has been thrown onto the mizbeach, etc., at any point, Yofer, he is able to annul her neder, because he is able to say, I don't want a woman who is deprived and suffering as a result of the prohibitions of a nozer. Since she's tome, she'll have to do another whole period of naziris. So it doesn't matter which stage we're up to in the Karbanais, he can certainly annul her Naziris. Rebbe says, This is the third opinion now. Even when it comes to the Karbanais, that whole process of a pure Nazir, Yofer, he is able to annul her Neder even after the blood has been thrown onto the Mizbeach, and she is already permitted to drink wine, etc., because I don't want my wife to be shaven of all of her hair. And that's done after the carbonus are brought. So it's true that she might technically be able to do all of those things. So there's a much smaller ramification of me annulling the neder. But nevertheless, I have a good reason to want to annul the neder. And therefore, according to Rebbe, even after the blood has been thrown onto Ms. Beach, as long as she has not yet shaved her hair, he is able to annul her neder. And she wouldn't be, she wouldn't need to shave her hair. Mishnah the next two Mishnahis discuss two particular laws when it comes to Naziris, which are learnt as Halacha Lamesh Misinai. We have a tradition going back to Mesh Rabbeinu from Arsinai that this is the law. What is that law? That Ha'ish Madris B'noi Banozir. A man is able to make a neder to make his son become a nozir. As long as his son is under the age of Bar Mitzvah, he's able to say, I am declaring my son to be a nozir. However, this only applies between a father and a son. The Ein Ha'ishmadeus is Benoma Nozer. Part of the Halacha Mishmi Sinai says that a woman is not able to make her son into a Nozer. And this also would not apply to one's daughter. However, part of this Halacha Mishmi Sinai said that if the son or his relatives, upon hearing about their father's declaration, if they object and they protest, and they declare immediately that they do not want this, then his Naziris will end from that point onwards. Now, it could be that the son will hear only uh, two years after his father made this declaration. And it could also be that the father separated Karbonais on behalf of his son's Naziris. In which case, we're going to run into very similar problems to a case where a woman made a neder to become a Nazir, and she separated her Karbonais, and then her husband annulled the neder. So the minister says, Ketzad, how exactly do these laws work? If the son Gilach, he shaved his hair, when he heard that his father declared that he should become a Nazir, he shaved his hair immediately. He's going against the, the violations of Nazirus, because he's showing that he does not accept this upon himself. Or if his relatives shave his hair off, 
Micha, if he protested, he said that I do not want to be a Nazir, Aish Micha Kurevov, or his relatives protested, and they did this at the beginning as soon as they heard about the Nazirus. But, he already had animals which were separated to be Karbanis for the Nazirus. His father had separated the Karbanis already, that's how eager he was for his son to be a Nazir. So now we're going to have all of the laws which we saw already. Hachatos, Karbanachatos, Thomas, it must die because it cannot be bought voluntarily. The carbon oil should be bought voluntarily as a carbon oil. Vashlomik Vushlomim and the carbon shalomim should be bought as a voluntary carbon shalomim. And it must be eaten within one day, like the carbon shalomim of a nozer, but it does not need the loaves of bread which are generally bought with a carbon shalomim of a nozer. If he had separated money for the carbonus of the nozer, but they weren't yet specified for which carbonus. He just said the money is for the carbonus of the nozer. They, sh- they go towards the voluntary carbonus oila bought on them based on mikdash. If he had money which was specified for which carbon it would be used for, the money set aside for the carbon chatos, the elch should be thrown into the Dead Sea, it should be destroyed. It's forbidden to benefit from it, but there is no carbon for one who did benefit from it, since it is no longer forbidden to benefit from it, due to the fact that it cannot be bought as a carbon ultimately. The money set aside for the carbon oil of you should be used for a carbon oil voluntarily. And Me'ila does apply to it because it's forbidden to benefit from. The money set aside for the carbon shalomim of you should be bought as a carbon shalomim. And it must be eaten within one day, like the carbon shalom of a nozer. But it does not require the loaves of bread which are generally bought together with the carbon shalomim of a nozer. Mishnah Zayin, the second halach of Mishnah Sinai, which the Mishnah now records, is although in general, if a man separates korbanos, let's say he needs to bring a korban chatos, and he separates an animal for his korban chatos, and for whatever reason he's not able to bring it anymore, it no longer is an obligation, as we mentioned before, the chatos would need to die. And we don't say that somebody else who needs to bring a korban chatos can just take this animal and bring it for his own korban chatos. No, it was designated to be your carbon chatos, and it cannot be transferred to be somebody else's carbon chatos. On the other hand, when it comes to Nazirus, there is an exception in a particular case. And again, this is a halachalomish misinai, it can't necessarily be explained using logic, but this is the tradition which we have going back to Moshe from our Sinai. A man can literally shave, but as we have seen, the word tiglachas also refers to the whole process of the carbonis and the shaving which is done at the end of the Nazirus. So a man can bring the carbonis using money which was separated for his father's Nazirus. But this halacha Mishmishina is limited again to a father and a son. But a woman cannot bring her carbonis using carbonis designated for her father's Nazirus. Ketzad, how so? If somebody's father was Nazir, and his father separated money which was not specified for specific carbonis. If the father had already said, this money should be used for my carbon chatos, then this halacha mishmishinah would not apply. Only if he said, this money will be used for my carbonis of the Nazirus. So Vameis, if the father then died, and then Omar, his son said, I am becoming a Nazir on condition that I can bring the carbonis using the money separated by my father. In that case, he would be able to do so. Omar Biaisi, however, Biaisi said, This money goes towards the Beis Hamikdash for them to bring carbonis oila. 
Meaning, as soon as the father died, we learned in the past couple of Mishnahs that money which is not yet specified for which carbonus can be used for, if for whatever reason it's not going to reach the Nozir's carbonus, so it gets given to the Samikdash for them to bring carbonus Eilah. So it's not going to help for the son to later say, I'm becoming a Nozir and I'm going to use my father's money, which he designated. It's already given to the Samikdash. That money is no longer up for grabbing. Such person would not be able to bring Korbanes using the money set aside for the Korbanes of his father's Naziris. So what is the case where he would be able to do so? Only if he and his father were both Nazirim while his father was still alive. And his father had separated money, which was not yet specified for which Korbanes. He had separated it for his own Naziris. And then Vomais he died. In this case, the son would be able to bring the Karbanais using his father's money since he was a Nazir already while his father was still alive.